0: I hope you're doing good and having a good day. I'm your host, Cass, And just before we get into today's show, I wanted to ask you, how many of you are actually subscribed to the Spread Podcast on your podcast apps? We're available on Stitcher, we're on Google Play, we're on SoundCloud, and on Apple Podcasts, of course. And did you know that if you write us a review on Apple Podcasts, it'll keep our ratings up? Yes, guys, we need your help in order to stay at the top, so please go write us a dope review. Go ahead with your best selves. Anyway, according to a recent statistic, 75% of our listeners are in North America. Can you believe that, guys? Like, this only started happening recently. 75% of our listeners. So, uh, good morning, America please feel free to slide into our social media DMs and let us know what you want to hear or even better, who you'd like me to interview. We are at The Spread Pod across the board. That's on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Facebook. And if you want to send us a more detailed piece of your mind, please feel free to email us. We're on host at thespreadpodcast.com. Oh,
1: that's why I just want to lay down my body and just expose myself to you. Oh, baby.
0: So guys, can we please talk a little bit about my U.S. tour? Oh my word. I've been traveling for about two weeks now and I honestly feel like a brand new woman. I'm more comfortable in my body now than I have been in a really long time. I feel extremely sexually liberated. I feel safe. I feel like I've learned a ton and... I'm exercising my boundaries in ways that were not possible before. You know, learning to say no to situations that don't suit me. I'm learning to be open to the things I want and the people that I want in my life. I'm actually the true definition of living my best life. (laughs) In this episode of The Spread, we talk to Taylor, the founder of Organic Lovin' and the originator of the Sisters of Sexuality. She's a highly inspirational woman who knows and possibly gets exactly what she wants. Spending time with Taylor was very inspiring for me. Her energy, her outlook on life, her bubbly personality are all the things I aspire to be as I continue with this life. So let me not spoiler alert any further, but a small heads up, this episode will have you in fits of laughter. True story. So grab a drink and enjoy. A
1: smile just wanna lay down my body and just expose myself to you oh baby so lay down your body and just expose yourself to me too because I want your love will you give me love make my dream a reality because I know I'm not gonna
0: run okay today ladies and gentlemen we have in the studio which is once again a bed in a bedroom in Naughty in New Orleans the wonderful tailor of Organic Lovin for those of you who've seen my YouTube video what's in my sex box about 90% of the products in the sex box are from Organic Lovin which Jasmine very kindly souvenired but um, I have seen your pop-up store and I did put some stuff up on Instagram And everybody in Nairobi is just like, please ship us back some of that stuff. Literally, everybody has been commenting on my Instagram. Please ship us back some of that stuff. So before we get there, please, Taylor, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, people.
2: Hello. I'm coming at some point (laughs) soon. Put it out there. Put it out there. I just put it in the universe because I need to get there because I have never been there. Yeah. And I feel like I I need to get there. For next year, it's like I need to get there. Um, So, I am an erotic educator and sex goddess. I am the owner of organiclovin.com, and we specialize in organic and eco friendly intimate body products. So, things like organic lubricants, vegan condoms, uh, body safe sex toys, and uh,
0: sex positive books. Yeah, and I forget you're also one of the Sisters of Sexuality. I am. I Are am. you the person that formed the Sisters of Sexuality? I formed the collective. I
2: did. I met. It was um one of these kind of like kismet. I met these five women all within a very short period of time, like within five months, and I couldn't figure out how is it that all of these women all have businesses in sex and sexuality, but they were all completely different. So I was like, when was the last time there's been any conference or event with five African-American women with businesses based in sex that put on some kind of event or got together or started speaking together and there hadn't been. So I talked
0: to each one of them individually and then we all spoke collectively and then we formed the collective. And how is the collective supposed to benefit you as the Sisters of Sexuality, do you, are you making money? together <laughs>
2: no you know it <laughs> right. was kind of odd it wasn't initially it wasn't about making the money then it was about the money and and then that kind of got a little muddy and it was really about getting the information out there is not a lot of information I mean th- there's a lot of information but there's not like a collective of women who cover you know we have what three different uh, generations you know so we got somebody in their 30s someone in their 40s someone in their 50s that would be me and we, um <laughs> Married, single, children. A couple of girls with uh, ladies don't have children. Um, We have someone, um, uh, Marla Renee Stewart, who who identifies as queer. um, Parrish, who identifies as a lover. I identify as bi party. You know, so bi party. Bi party. I say bi party. What does that mean? Mostly, I'm straight. Actually, does that
0: mean that there's a party
2: with a lot of bi people? No, no. (laughs) No, it's, it's I, I couldn't think of the, the term, I didn't, I, I don't really have any real label labels, so um, I've tried the bisexual thing, and it doesn't really work for me. Um, you don't like eating pussy? No, I've tried it, and, and one, I don't really girl. like the texture, and two, I don't think I'm don't good like at it. You don't like the texture of pussy? I don't like oysters or bananas or beans either. <laughs> Because of the texture <laughs> or oatmeal, so okay. and I don't swallow. And uh, okay, so, me neither. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, but sometimes you're at a party, and you might be in the lovely, you know, dog position and doggy style, and someone puts a pussy in your face, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm eating pussy now. Because <laughs> you don't want to turn the girl <laughs> down and be like,
0: no, thank you, no, you, darling. thank you, because it's already there.
2: So since it's a dick in me, I'm like, I'm just gonna stick I'll with it okay, I'll just eat I'll just do it. the best I can yeah. you know
0: but don't judge me
2: but don't judge me but I'm not <laughs> and I'm not yeah. one of those girls who and not to judge other people who say you know you can do me but I'm not going to do you mm-hmm. even though that may be the case but I'm not that girl you know okay. I'd rather just say no thank you and you can just
0: drop your husband or man off and I'll just <laughs> yeah. so leave w- me the dick Yes. You know, you're clear about the things you want. And plus, you've experimented enough to know, like... What you don't want. Exactly. It's very important. I I have had a very fascinating weekend uh, exercising my boundaries. So before I came to the U.S., I had set some boundaries for myself. The beginning of this year has been about me setting boundaries, mostly being able to say no, because I find myself getting into situations that I don't clearly say no, Mm. but I also... When one thing I learned is that the absence of yes is not consent. Yes, correct. And um, for me, that's a very fascinating concept because I don't say yes, but I don't say no either. Mm. And then I always end up in situations, especially sexual situations that I don't want to be in. And then I and then I feel like I feel terrible the next day or th- the moments after, and I I can have like de- bouts of depression because of it.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. What it's have f- you been doing? <laughs> well, I've just been button. fucking people who I'm not supposed to be fucking yeah. because I didn't say no. Yeah. And I have been in situations where I have said no as well, and the the person didn't listen. Yeah. And so to avoid. You, if you
2: punch them in the throat, they'll they'll leave you alone. Even
0: women, even with women. Punching women in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like <laughs> but, I told you no. Yeah. And but I've I'm I haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able. my no hasn't been strong enough, I yeah. feel. Sure, but sure. even a weak no is a no. It is. Which I'm learning. But I've been in situations where I have like where if I do say no and and the person doesn't like accept my no, then I will give them my body to to avoid a violent exchange. So it's like, I'll give it to you. <laughs> just, I don't want you to, to be, think violent. be violent. Yeah. Is it af- more being afraid of confrontation? Maybe. Oh God, is this turning into therapy?
2: No, just wondering. <laughs> no, no, I won't go any further. I'm just asking. People who don't like confrontation tend to say yes a lot and they don't want the other. Absolutely. And, and people who are givers and people who... um. Like, it's people who just don't know how to say no. But there's lots of ways of saying no without actually saying the words no. Yeah. You could say, that doesn't work for me.
0: That doesn't work for me is actually more powerful than no. Yeah, that doesn't doesn't work for me. Yeah. So, the upside of this story is that I spent the whole weekend exercising my boundaries. And so, I said no so many times to situations that I didn't want to get into. Like,
2: no, but thank you.
0: Yeah. And... Yesterday, um, Marla, King, and myself w- went and spent some time in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who are wondering what the dungeon is, it's uh, for people who... What is? How do you describe the dungeon? I don't want to um, describe it wrong. It's
2: a place where people who are into kink or fetishes or BDSM, bondage, n- domination, go to submission, play. masochism, or sadomasochism, go to play, if you will and in that play time they may be called a scene so someone might like flogging or being t- tied up and suspended with rope or paddled or spanked or either th- on the giving or the receiving side yeah mm-hmm.
0: so i'm a i'm a su- i'm a sub and i i'm not even a switch i'm a full sub okay and so it was really fun like subbing for both king and marla very nice <laughs> and um, there was just things that you know and I just, I love how King dominates because yeah. he's, he's, a, and Jasmine had said this earlier, he's a very sweet dom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's just like, before we go into the dungeon, uh, is there anything that you don't want other people? Like, do you not want other people touching you? And mm-hmm. so on and so mm-hmm. forth. So I was really clear about the fact that I didn't want any penetration. Right. And so that's fine. And he's like, do you mind if people like, is there parts of your body that you don't want other people touching you on? And I was like, actually no, that was fine. So, um, yeah it was just like it was really nice we went into one of the hotel rooms and there was a pole and i'm a pole dancer yeah i know that <laughs> yeah so king said to me do you want to go on the pole and th- like i don't want to go on the pole unless i'm going to put on a show right but like right. i didn't have the right clothes and i had just oiled my body and yeah, i wasn't not getting very oil pumped, and poles don't go together exactly <laughs> so i was like no and I, it's so, something so simple like that was so powerful for me. Wonderful. <laughs> Look at you gone, girl. It's
2: your bad <laughs> self with your knowing ass.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and I just love so many things. There was an after party that was happening on the seventh floor with all the guys from the plus one room. And Marla asked, she's like, so do you want to go play with, you know, on the seventh floor? I was like, no. Nope. It's way too much dick for me. Yeah. <laughs> how could there ever be too much direct? oh girl i cannot do too much testosterone men are too much for me i can no, no. are you by? i am poly. i am polyamorous pansexual ah yes. my
2: guy is <laughs> the guy i'm dating is polyamorous pansexual <laughs> swinging kinky <laughs> yeah. So they've they And a Gemini.
0: Ooh, I don't know what that means though. Yeah, no, astrological sign No, I know what the oh, Gemini, Gemini is, but I don't know what it what squirrel. it means
2: of him being Yes so, you know, he's all over the place. He's musically inclined, he's a talker and a talker and a talker. He's highly a talker ext- with
0: you, Taylor?
2: Well, I'm also What's a Gemini. That highly like? high oh my god, <laughs> we don't get a word ed- ed- edgewise. edgewise. We're highly both of us are highly extroverted and so Okay. He's good.
0: He's fun. T- now that we're talking about uh, personal, mm. tell me a little bit about your life and how you came into the lifestyle. Um,
2: so married. I've been ma- We've been married. My husband, and I've been married. It'll be 23 years this year. Ooh, and happy about 12 years ago, uh, we went to hedonism and um, we weren't, we didn't want to do the swinging thing. So I suggested that we do an open marriage where we did everything separately. Okay. And uh, we did that for a couple of years. This is how
0: many years after you had been married?
2: Uh, Almost 12.
0: Yeah. And what was that initial conversation like? Uh, Well, there was a
2: group, there was a non-smoking group going to Hedo and I had always heard about hedonism and, you know, we had come off of a tough financial time from the move from Massachusetts down to North Carolina and I wanted to go on this trip and, you know, he was like, you know, we're not those people and would some guy, because, you know, approaches you, you know, I don't want to be fighting. Like, why would you be fighting? You don't fight, you know, and I'm not going to run off with anyone. We're not those people. And we went and we met swinger couples. And so I spent the whole, you know, long week going, how could you do that? Why would you do that? Where are you doing that? With whom are you doing that? You know, I had all these questions. Mm-hmm. And when we got back, I was actually looking for, I looked up, I Googled an article on the benefits of an open marriage. Mm-hmm. And it was, there was an article written by, um, a husband, about why him and his wife have an open marriage. And so I told my husband, read this. I know we don't want to do the swinging thing, but maybe this will work for us. So we set our boundaries, you know, which are since gone and disappeared. And for the most part... <laughs> That's what they're I, there for. Yeah, I think our boundaries now are just like, you know, no children, no animals, I think. <laughs> you know, for the most part. <laughs> for the it. most part, everything else is good. Yeah. But um, And so, and then we kind of did the open thing. You know, we were both... Traveling for work, uh, in and out of the state, and um, and so we just had our, you know, meet with people that you know. I was always, um, I started meeting with a guy I used to date up in another state when I traveled up there, and um, we did that for a couple of years and kept going like Tahito and the Desire, and then we like met a couple and kind of hung out with them for a while, and then we finally ended up doing soft swap, and then we finally did full swap, and and then we never look back. What's a soft swap? Um, well, there's variations of both. So people who do soft swap mm-hmm. tend to like the idea of kissing someone else, um, maybe heavy petting. Some might even get into oral, some may not. But the actual sexual penetration only happens with their spouse. So they'll take all of that hot excitement energy and then actually have sex um, some people who are exhibitionists and voyeurs like to do soft swaps, so they may like to have sex with, peop- with other uh, people watching. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, full swap tends to mean anything that you like beyond your boundaries. So there usually is penetrative sex with uh, another person, um, whether it's uh, you know females or males. There's so many variations in the lifestyle, even within the soft swap and the full swap. So some people may only do kissing and hugging and petting, but no oral. But Mm -hmm. you have people who do full swap and they may do oral and penetrative sex, but no kissing.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Or you'll have couples where only the wife plays with other women because she's bisexual and the husband really has no desire to have sex with anyone else. But he loves his wife and he wants her to be happy and he wants her to be fulfilled sexually. So they come to swing events and she gets to play with other women. And I've met couples where the wife is not bisexual she gets to play with other men. He has no desire to play with her. He said, no, my wife's enough for me, but this makes her happy, so I do that. So that's
0: like cuckolding, right? Not
2: not necessarily, no. Cuckolding usually is uh, um, where the, the woman and the bull or whoever's fucking her are really kind of mentally dominating the husband, you know, so that he's being um, humiliated, you know, while the sex act is going on, whereas... You know, they you know, look at this guy's big dick and you'll never fucking me that well. And, you know, you're such a wimp. And that's, you know, on the, okay. on the cuckold side. Mm-hmm. But there are regular straight couples where the husband's just not really interested in fucking anybody but his wife. And she's fucking other guys, but he may not even be there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not being humiliated or in, in any sense of the word. He just allows his wife, and I say allow with air quotes. Yeah. Um, they've discussed it, and they're in the, ag- in the agreement. And there's some relationships where the husband only has sex. And there's some relationships where every trip that they go on, the husband only wants to film his wife having sex with other men. He doesn't wanna fuck other women. He doesn't wanna see her with other women. He just really gets off and gets excited. And she's like, I don't even really do enjoy it. She said, I enjoy it, because I mean, I am fucking other people, but I really only do it because he really enjoys it. Mm -hmm. So there's so
0: many variations that people can swing with, so to speak, so. That's so. You were saying you started off with a soft swap, and then you went into the right. Hard and swap. you don't.
2: No one has to transition. Some people will tell you, you know, oh, you'll transition. It's not required or necessary by by any means. So we did that, and that was fun. And you know, tried all different things, and and you know, and twosomes, and threesomes, and foursomes, and so many we can't count sums And um, those are the best sums. Those are the best sums. <laughs> and then I was. Um, we uh, started doing our own group trips. And then I ended up developing um, a line of organic central body washes and massage oils for travel travel group. And then once it was developed, they were like, where are we going to sell it? They had a travel agency. And at the time I had an organic skincare company for athletes.
0: Uh, This is how how long ago? Uh,
2: Five years ago. And um, so five years ago, I, with their love and blessing and assistance, I uh, launched organic loving. So I started, it would be five years in October, I started with their two products, and now we have over 700 products, and we ship would them
0: Would you look, well, look at that, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we represent about 75 different brands of products. We work with companies that don't test on animals, we work with um, companies that only do organics and no chemical-based
0: products, so it's, it's been good. And, and these products have to come to Kenya? Yes. If we can get them there, let's do it. Okay. Tell me about all your boyfriends. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, about three years, uh, four years ago, I was um, at an event. I was
0: at Hedo. I was hosting for a group. By the way, just in case n- people don't know, Hedo is hedonism, which, it, which happens in Jamaica.
2: Yeah, it's a, an open lifestyle resort. Some people think it's a swingers resort, but it's not. Okay. But a lot of swingers
0: do go there from around the world, but it's an open
2: lifestyle resort. So whether you're gay or straight or bi or... And you can and go sexual. at any time? You can go just open all the time. It's open all the time. You can go at any time. It's best to look at the schedule because if you're straight, you may end up down there during Mr. Gay America week and that might not be a good thing. (laughs) Got it or there's goddess week where all the women are like 200 pounds or more. So it just depends. Just look at the schedule, see who's going to be there. Okay. Um, and I met a guy and his wife who were, um, married and swingers, and polyamorous and kinky and i wasn't familiar with the poly kink world so i spent three days with them going really and then what happened and it so resonated with me and i'm like this is good so i spent the next year or so to the surprise of my to the dismay i should say of my husband he's like we're we're doing what now what, I, I, I don't want to be polyamorous. What the hell is that? And <laughs> he didn't like it. And I'm like, well, fortunately,
0: we're not attached at the hip, so you don't have to do what I do. What's the difference between being a swinger and being polyamorous? Isn't it? Um, in
2: much? simple terms, people who are swingers are physically non-monogamous, but emotionally monogamous. Okay. Right? But the correct term for people who are polyamorous, to be polyamorous, is that you believe in having more than one Romantic relationship at a time, okay. with all parties involved knowing. Absolutely. Right? So poly meaning many, more, amorous meaning love. love, Greek and Latin. That's how you get polyamorous. So
0: okay.
2: Um, so people who identify as polyamorous believe that you can love and be in love with more than one person at a time. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And I f- I feel like because it's just my life i think it's important to love more than one person if you have a lot of love to give i think so too much
2: yeah too much yeah <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love to give a lot of sex to give a lot of sex it was still being worse no, no one should be under fucked
0: Ab- no one in the world should be under fucked no it's not even healthy no orgasms are healthy yes even if you have to give them to yourself abso fucking lootly yeah yeah. even if the fucking neighbors hear my mm. uh, very loud orgasms apparently
2: so you should record yeah. that you can uplo- you can upload that on um sex panther Mm on the you know bijou um you know the crystal Pacies we have bijou yeah. and discreet has a um website where you can upload your sex sounds you're making love and then you put your name and like you, whether you were masturbating and your age you don't know, like put your full name but can you get money for it no no it's just a collection oh, and i don't want to s- get involved it's <laughs> i know it's, <laughs> it's just a collection of um orgasmic sounds it's really hot you know uh, you, can just, you can go through it and you can It'd be like, you know, this. It'd tell you whether it was a twosome or a threesome or a masturbation or a guy or a girl. And
0: I filmed uh, a, an adult film for Jasmine and King, um, Dreams of Sonophilia. Yes, yes. And uh, I recorded the audio. I just put audio just hot, I put one Isn't of that? my microphones on and I just recorded Isn't the audio. is audio hot? Oh, my God. I, love audio it. I is did that with my
2: husband and a girl once. Yeah. On the phone. He was in Georgia mm-hmm. and I was at home. And I said, just put the cell phone on, and I had a recorder oh my on my cell phone, and I, it was the hottest thing because your yes, mind starts putting it together. Exactly. Like, what, what is he doing now? What's that sound? I'm like, oh, she's sucking his dick. <laughs> I can hear it. <laughs> don't choke, girl. Don't, a- choke, a- don't choke. <laughs> don't choke. You know. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, oh, what is it? senior pussy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i know that feeling (laughs) i know that feeling
0: (laughs) my partner and i used to live upstairs of her best friend and Mm. and his um now wife but then girlfriend and they used to hear us having sex and one morning they came to the house and they were like you guys did anal yesterday, didn't you? No. <laughs> it's like, we could tell. It was different. She was like, the Oh sound my was gosh. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> so hilarious. That was anal last night, wasn't it? That sound was different. Y'all need We've to never stop listening to before. us so closely.
2: Y'all need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: oh gosh. So I, um
2: really I did, so I spent the next year just kind of really reading about polyamory, uh, looking up YouTube videos. There's a really great one um, by Leon... Fine gold, I believe is in polyamory it's really good um there was some panel talks with Esther Perel and Dan Savage you oh know God, great I love
0: Esther I love and Esther I need Pearl. to start following Dan Savage people have yeah yeah yeah
2: and that. there's a great uh f- documentary out right now called Monogamish
0: I have heard about it you and have it's on I've
2: watched it twice it is really wait really is it on good. Netflix I don't know I, I thought it was on Showtime but it, you, it may be everywhere okay it I'm might be on check. YouTube you might be able to find it someplace okay. to download it um And so I've kind, and then right around about a year or so after that, I met a guy on one of the cruises, and um, tall. um, Like we we met him. Like he was working a cruise, I was working a cruise. He was like staff, I was staff, and late one night, me, him, and his girl. She just watched. We kind of met up, and then I didn't like see him again. And he was this really tall Russian. He's actually Ukrainian, and all I I couldn't remember his name. All I could remember was him going (laughs) Darnova. stick your ass up <laughs> don't move it's <laughs>
0: <laughs> like okay
2: Dad. Uh, okay you know but I knew he was younger and like almost a whole year went by and I ran into him at trapeze and wow. uh and I was with another guy and he went to introduce me I'm like oh hey and he goes oh I didn't recognize you because of the the nose ring I'm like really the nose ring threw <laughs> you off I'm like <laughs> <laughs> just say so you didn't remember me. And we played again, and then we exchanged numbers. That was like probably September, and then I was coming back through Miami. He lives in Miami, and I live in North Carolina. And then, I, you know, he's like, well, you should come and spend the night. I'm like, I'm not spending the night with you. I barely know you. Mm-hmm. And But I just booked my flight to be really late, like 9 p.m., and the boat gets in at 8 a.m. So he okay. picked me up. We spent the day just getting to know each other and— stick your ass up and don't move (laughs) couldn't go without having some of that and then i realized and then i found out that he was Polly. and i'm like i'm just kind of working my way into that so we've been dating if you will for three years now
0: oh that's so beautiful yeah yeah but i mean
2: he lives in miami so as much dating as one could do but I, i would go down like usually winter time between january and my birthday I would go down for a long weekend every month mm-hmm. and uh, he met me at Hedo once. And for some time, our summer schedules didn't match up. And so we've been kind of dating like, but I'm thinking one of five lovers of his. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's a bit of a horror on, but you know, <laughs> nice guy, really sweet. And um, this, so go, so this past August I actually started dating someone Well, two guys actually locally. And I've never done that. We barely even play locally because we had kids at home, but they've both been gone for a while now. And um, we went to a diversity and kink meetup. And I walk in the door, and I see this deep, dark, chocolate-bearded guy. And we ended up sitting at that table because it was an open table. And there was, like, 20, 30 people there. You know, everybody's meeting. And we just kind of hit it off. And, um, and then, like, a couple of, like the next month, we kind of went out because it was another meetup. With the diversity group but we had been talking and texting i think we met up for coffee or something like that and then there was an indian guy there who was really handsome to me and um and so i kind of got his number two because he was with the same group and then the three of us hooked up and a threesome
0: Mm -hmm. and then come
2: to find out that the brother was pansexual Mm -hmm. swinging kinky open Mm -hmm. married 18 years and the guy from india was uh, single and heteroflexible, but had never been
0: heteroflexible.
2: Heteroflexible. I fucking love it. Yeah, but had never been with another man. I'm like, well, how are you heteroflexible if you've never even
0: flexed? Been flexed.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, the 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 gentleman that I was started to kind of really, really like. He's I was a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Um, he's pansexual. I'm like, y- you're what now? <laughs> What what the hell is that mean? Mm-hmm. He's been with women, men, trans men, trans women. It's an energy thing for him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, he's like, we either connect or we don't. I don't really give a shit what your genitals are.
0: Absolutely.
2: So, and um, so that I couldn't, I was like, wow, that's that's interesting and new. And he's um a switch, but more of a dominant switch. And I'm a I'm a dominant switch. There's mm-hmm. not much sub in me. But the Indian guy is a switch, but mostly submissive. Okay. So we had a threesome. Interesting
0: dynamic. Yeah,
2: we had a threesome. And um, and so I said to the submissive, you should suck his dick. He
0: mm-hmm. goes,
2: do you want me to suck his dick? Mm-hmm. He says, will you join me? I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the first time I was ever around that dynamic. So that was really interesting. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, so the brother and I have been dating since last August, and there's love between us, and it's, and it's great, and I've met his wife, he knows my husband, um, the, the Indian guy is the sweetest, most wonderful guy, but we're not dating as, as much as we used to, mm-hmm. and um, we're not quite a match sexually, mm-hmm. but he's a wonderful guy, he's my great cuddle bunny, and I, and I love him too, he's really, 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 really nice, so he doesn't like penetrative sex, and okay. I could you could completely skip oral with me. Oh, and just give me the dick. Oh, <laughs> okay,
0: so me too. Yeah, and so my guy like was it, like, "You're ex- ex- such a dude." Yeah. <laughs> yeah except I've, uh, I'm also starting to learn more about like my kinky side. Yeah, and you can skip the oral if you flog me first.
2: Ah, real. And yeah. see, I did. I real found out a year or so ago that. Um, why I didn't like to be hit with any implements like flogging or uh, I love spanking. I love to be spanked and I love to spank. I'm a, I'm a spank, spank a file, mm-hmm. but you can't hit me with an implement. It goes from a scene to a fight.
0: <laughs> like, don't you
2: hit me with a damn thing. And so oh my gosh,
0: and you saw my, you
2: saw a picture of my booty. I saw that. Yeah. I love to give marks, but, yeah. and, but I like to be hit with anything at all. And so I went to, um, Kinky Con in New Hampshire and it was a trauma class. And I realized and I asked her, why mm. was that? She said, oh, you have associated trauma because it reminds me of slavery. Of course. And so she, it's called associated trauma. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So now
0: there's a there's one thing that that's that I can understand. It's like a proper bullwhip. Oh, yeah. That either.
2: yeah. And my friend that introduced one, me to King. Of he, that The sound of that—that he does the most amazing. That one is he this. can. He's six eight, uh, and he was—he has a OpenLifeAdvice.com. dot I'm not sure if it's active right now, but he's an open life coach. Okay. He introduced me to the, the kink and everything like that, but he can do a bull whip, and you know, at six eight, and he's he's mulatto. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't realize his dad was black until recently, and um, but he passes for white. You know, until oh. so you look at him, you go, "There's something in there, I know." Yeah,
0: there's something in <laughs> there. I'm not doing that. Can't this. tell you what it is, but yeah. there's something in there's there. Something <laughs> there. <Yeah>. He's really <laughs>
2: handsome, really nice guy. Yeah. But yeah, I've seen him do a whip. I mean, he could like, hes really good at the whip. So much so he could like just hit your clit only. Oh. Yeah. But I'm like, don't even think you're gonna do that yeah. with me. Yeah. Also, my that the won't take hitting it.
0: my clit doesn't sound, with a bull whip doesn't sound like so it's,
2: fun. It's gentle. Yeah. Some people are really into that
0: pain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah, doing me that. neither. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> talking to you is so much fun. I think you're talking to you is fun. Oh yay. <laughs> um can we talk a little bit about the different stuff that you have in your shop? Uh oh, well, oh, oh actually wait, before we wait, get to your shop. Yes. <laughs> I want to just talk a little bit about your husband and what that relationship is like. Um it's good. It's
2: good. Um, we met and got married eight months to the day of meeting. We met on Christmas. Uh,
0: where? Um, at my uncle's house. Ooh. At my uncle's house. What was he doing in your uncle's house? Um,
2: they were in business together at the time. We were doing Amway. He was doing, they were doing Amway at the time. So he had invited him over, and everybody in the family introduced us like five times in one night. We're like, we met. We met already. We met already. <laughs> we had our first was date. Was
0: it instant?
2: Yeah. We had, yeah. We had our first date, New Year's Eve. We were engaged four months later and got married four months after that.
1: Wow. 23 years
2: ago. So we have two kids. And, um, you know, he's got a permanent hall pass. I have a permanent hall pass. So... I'm out of town now, as you know, and
0: he's yeah. home. And I'm like, so is your local friend coming by? And like,
2: she is. So I'm like, yeah, you.
0: So, do you, with your relationship, is it something that you talk, do you have to talk about? Do you have to say, like, I'm going to be fucking so and so, or I'm going to uh, do I here don't know. Something? We not, I <laughs> mean, well,
2: like yeah, I mean, he always knows where I am, and I always know where he is. We've mm-hmm. always had a very open um, conversation about who is doing what, when, and where. I mean, if we're both out of town, I, I may not. If I decided I want to do something tonight, I'm not going to call him and go, "Oh, by the way, tonight at midnight, yeah. I'm going to have sex." But when I get home, I would say, "Oh, I had a, did you have any fun? Did you play?" "Oh, yeah, I played with so and so, and I did such and such." So we always. I only answer the questions he asks because he's not into the details. I want to know every single detail. <laughs> what did she smell like? Did she suck mm-hmm. your dick? Mm-hmm. Did she choke? Was, you know, you <laughs> know. I want to mm-hmm. know everything. Cause I like the details, but he. I just only answer the questions that he asked Mm -hmm. and you was just like, did you have a good time? Like, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. usually about it.
0: (laughs) What in, in a situation like yours where you have like free hall pass with both, what would be betrayal in your relationship? Um, what would be betrayal? Hmm. Cause
2: neither one of us have ever been cheaters. Mm -hmm. So, but cheating, you know, which is the deceit, like, having had sex and not telling yeah. the person that you had sex mm-hmm. with someone, um, having unprotected sex. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. would probably be betrayal and not saying, Hey, I had unprotected sex. Yeah. Um,
0: I think that would be a little bit. Yeah. Cause then like the, like, Ooh, I got someone pregnant. Yeah. Well, what were you fucking we're, doing with yeah, that? Yeah, we're beyond
2: yeah. that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's been fixed and I'm menopausal. So now, <laughs> um, well, I don't even know if the unprotected sex would be betrayal, but it would be if you if I if we ask, mm-hmm. and you lie about it. So okay. it's the more the lying; okay. it's the okay. lying and the deceit. So, so just
0: so. be honest. Just That's be all.
2: honest. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever said use a condom. Did you use a condom? He, uh, we, it's like breathing. We always use. And then yeah. I sell condoms, so everybody no is fully supplied. Excuse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't imagine, but I know we have discussed. Um, um, fluid bonding and you know being at a point in a relationship where you might want to fluid bond do you know what that is i have no idea fluid bonding um in the polyamorous world or any any worlds where you're use you're having unprotected sex so okay. that means you're exchanging bodily fluids and you're what they
0: call it fluid bonding and and that's just um exchanging like test results with people, right? Well, that would I be imagine. the proper way to like do it. Porn. You would
2: both get tested the same week and yeah. everybody sees that everybody's okay and then you would continue to start or continue or start to have unprotected mm-hmm. continue the relationship and start to have unprotected Got it. sex so that she would then fluid bond.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and but th- I haven't been with, the, but he had, um, there was a girl he was kind of dating, but you know, he was not really poly, so he was like, oh, this is really weird. I don't <laughs> I can't be dealing with all these emotions with you and her, and I just want to get my pussy and come home. I can't be dealing with this. You're just enough as it is, you yeah. know. You're almost, you're too much. Yeah. You know, and then you add somebody else to the mix. I can't, I can't take it. But he was like, if there was anybody I was going to have that sex without a it. condom, it would be her. Okay. So I was like, oh my god. I was like almost like the klimt. I was like, oh my god, really? You do like like that? Yeah. So I, I just thought it was the sweetest thing. Yeah. But,
0: That's so beautiful. What do you have to say about people who who possibly think that um, open relationships or swinger, poly, kink lifestyles are... um (sighs) Well, there's one way that, you know, people look at it like it's just an excuse for people to fuck around, which it is sometimes. But also, there's a lot of negative... um, stories for people who don't have all the information surrounding these kind of lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of people who are unethically monogamous mm-hmm. because they would, they don't want to live their truth. They yeah. would rather cheat on their partners. What do you have to say about them and that kind of dynamic being in the, in the lifestyle?
2: Um, I, well, I think the truth will set you free. Amen. <laughs> so to, so to speak. And I think it's, a, um, for some people, part of it is an insecurity, you know, the men want some men, would rather go out and sneak around, and most cheaters are going to be cheaters, even if they had an open relationship, a lot of them still cheat, even though they're in a lifestyle and they have the ability to have sex with whomever they wish, they still cheat because it's not necessarily about the sex, it's about the getting away with doing something that someone doesn't know you're doing it. Mm -hmm. So, um, but people who want to have sex with others, I think as a consenting adult, you know, you only come through this life one time. And I think if it's something you want to do, you do have to live live your truth. And you're not hurting anyone because you and your partner are doing what's best for you and your partner. You're not doing what's best for your mom and your dad or your brother and his wife or your cousin. You have to do what works for you. And so this is why within the lifestyle there is a lot of privacy because people are dealing with the fact that their family members or business associates would put shame on something that they have decided to do, which is completely natural, which is sex. Um, I believe monogamy is a choice, just like consensual non-monogamy is a choice. You can choose, and that's the best part of being at the top of the food chain, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Animals are only functioning on instinct. Oh, it's June, it's time to mate. Mm It's mating season. (laughs) Let's get it on up. Sorry, July. You missed it. Yeah. Wait till next June. (laughs) But as adults, we get to choose where we live, where we work, who we fuck, who we love. We have a choice. Mm -hmm. And some of us get caught up in other people's choices for us. Mm -hmm. So as an adult, you have to choose, is this going to work for you and your partner? And mm. not to live in fear like, oh, my God, are they going to think something's wrong with me because I want to do X, Y, and Z? Yeah, maybe for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I talked with a couple of, uh, here this week where the husband has a really, really, well, the wife explained it. You know, his sex drive is like at 1,000 and hers is like at a minus 500. And I'm like, there is no minus. Mm. You know, there is no minus per se, you know, just because your sex drive is lower than his and then we kind of did a little examining about what reason she thinks that is. And she and I think, you know, just from a very brief conversation, I'm not a therapist. I'm suggesting that she talks to either Marlar or Jet and Jasmine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, but you know, she may be asexual. And I said, and but you have to communicate with each other about, you know, how you you may not always have to meet in the middle. There are other things, kind of like some people do on the monogamous or Mm -hmm. in the lifestyle. Maybe you find a local girl that has a higher sex drive than yours and they could spend more time. So when you're tapping out, he's still able to get what he needs. So you're not trying to raise your bodily, you know, your libido up to a level where it's just not comfortable for Mm. you. So you still want him to be pleased and he's maybe comes down a little, and you come up a little. But if you find someone that can kind of tap in for you, it's just a sexual relationship, or maybe f- they might want to explore poly. That might be helpful for your relationship without either one of you being strained. Mm-hmm. You know, you love him, you want him to get what he needs, and you you want to get some rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I just threw it out there as an option, but I'm like, you you know, you should talk to somebody about it. But there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Because your sex drive is different than his. It doesn't make it
0: negative anything i don't believe in that yeah there's a lady that reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and she was saying her and her boyfriend are very good friends of mine Mm. and she was saying the same thing she was saying how she just doesn't want to have sex but her solution she thought because asexuality is not something that's discussed that often but she thought that she might be lesbian she just hasn't experimented so the way that she approached me was like Please, can I come to your house so you can eat my pussy so that I know if I'm gay? Uh, <laughs> that's not going to help. So, yeah. I was like, uh, so one no. <laughs> <laughs> And two, maybe just look into asexuality. It's probably something that's going on. Yeah. Um, It could be hormones. Yes, as well. Um, She's probably around. I'm assuming she's a little bit younger than me in her late 20s, maybe. Still could be hormones. (laughs) True. That's true. But I did tell her to just, you know, kind of do more research. And um, unfortunately, it's really hard to find a therapist that is specifically deals with things of this nature Mm -hmm. in Kenya. There's not many. And when you do find them, they're extremely expensive so it's really hard to maybe jazz Jazz, girl jazz is expensive. Yeah, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Jazz is, is making true. that money. Yeah. But even though she does have um, she does have rates. She doesn't want to turn down clients. Jazz and I did talk about it. She said she doesn't turn down clients. She does have a, a bare minimum for people who can't afford yeah. it, if they're going yeah, yeah, to yeah. whatever. So um, that's definitely something that I could suggest, but even with Jazz's low rate, it's still pricey it's, for it's people good, back for home. Someone that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I I, yeah, asexuality is, is a sexu- non-sexual practice that's not discussed often. Yeah. And it's still a form of the rainbow spectrum, which I think um, people need to talk about more because um, there needs to be balance between us folk on the one end and... Yeah, on the thousand, thousand point end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and It's yeah. true.
2: I think we put so much uh, pressure on ourselves to try to fit into, you know, these squares and... Round, round holes and, and, square. and yeah, yeah. And we must fit yeah. into this category, and that's. It was like I'm open. I'm married. I'm swinging. I'm kinky. I'm poly. I'm just all of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know? bring it,
2: bring it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it doesn't. Um. But yeah, it, it it is a lot of pressure, and this particular woman also recently had um. An issue with fibroids, and she's been dealing with them for many years. And the five five you know, uterine fibroids really c- can mess with your hormones. Mm-hmm. And I was asking her, like, what um, supplements she was taking. And so I made some suggestions that she switch over to um, plant based protein powder, plant based uh, multivitamins, and to take maca. Are you familiar with maca? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, it will, be, you know, it's an adaptogen. It will help maybe to help balance out your hormones because it might have been the fibroids all these years that were throwing you off. And once you get back in balance, Maybe you will see a difference in your libido. But she's mm-hmm. like, I just really like the hugging and cuddling. Yeah. You know? Like, I get that. Yeah. I get that. So, you know, I'm thinking yeah. think different work strokes it
0: out. for different folks, huh? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. And, you know, to think that there was 2,400 people this weekend for Naughty in New Orleans and that there's so many people that are in this open lifestyle and I feel there's nothing like this for us at home yeah. and I'm very privileged to be able to fly halfway across the world to come for something like this Yay. I am very so privileged glad you're here. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm here but there's so many people who would like to be in my shoes yeah but um, it's it's not easily accessible for them physically sure. but also um, a lot of people hiding Hiding their their yeah. truth. There are a lot of people hiding here. <laughs> that's true. But there's 2,500 people who are. I know, but like if I'm here and you're here, then I guess we're in the same boat. You know,
2: I think that's people's initial reaction. Yeah. Reaction, they're like oh my god, what if someone sees us? And you sit, then you go, but if we go to the swinger party, and they're at the swinger party, yeah, I think we're both swingers. Yeah. So, um. I,
0: so I think we'll be good. Yeah, and
2: I've seen people run into people. Like uh, one of our clients, like ran into. The receptionist for his dental office and on one of the cruises. Oh wow!
0: <laughs> oh, like, um, fancy meeting you here. Yeah, like
2: she's here too. So yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, what, exactly. What, so it's like well, he was like, "What the hell?" He's like, "I don't give a shit." We went to the diversity and kink meetup. My husband ran into um, a girl that works at the same company he works at, <laughs> uh. and he was like. And she was like, hey, <laughs> what you doing here? we since had a party, a kink party at the house, and she came over and got spanked. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not quite as much into the kink. As, yeah. Uh, he's like, yeah. We're, we're doing what now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's just trying to keep up with your whole marriage. He's just like, sorry, what are we doing now? What are we
2: doing now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when I met the, the Russian, um, we spent a week, a long weekend in um, at hedonism, and um, he's a biter. Okay. And for four days, he bit me from neck to ankle. <laughs> and now I'm into biting.
0: Oh. And I come
2: on to my house and bite me. He's like, I'm not biting
0: you. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with you? You're almost like that little kid that goes home with a new toy every time. Yeah. Kick- oh, yes.
2: Oh, girl, please. I've always got something like <laughs> Bite me. Now I'm like, I'm going to spanking parties. He wants to goes, so I don't need to come back, since another car from the house. I'm like, no, no, I don't need you to come back. He's like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, no, I don't want to go to spanking parties. So, yeah, yeah so I'm a spanker file. You know, I got a, I got a profile up on FetLife as a, you know, as a dominant switch. He's like, oh my God, why? What is going on with my wife? So. <laughs> Please stop asking why because it's yeah. like it's kind of like who built the pyramids, you know, yeah. it's like, we don't know. We don't really know, do we, people? <laughs> you know, I can't
0: wait until I'm 50 because I'm in my 30s. Yay! I'm in my mid-30s and I'm discovering all of these wonderful things about me. I and know. I can't wait until like I'm 50 and I've learned and discovered a whole bunch of new things. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm in my 50s and I'm, I'm still learning new stuff. Yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. You never stop learning. I it's always life. something
2: new. Like biting you say don't bite me okay maybe a little bit
0: i used to be very sensitive on not sorry i not very sensitive i used to have no sensitivity whatsoever on my nipples oh really and then i got flogged by um jasmine and king yeah on my nipples and suddenly oh no really the sensitivity was like super heightened so I go back home, and then I'm, you know, with my partner, and I'm just like, um, please, like, just exert some pain on my nipples. Right. Yeah, and he was like, uh, y- "What? What <laughs> happened to you, <laughs> <Exactly>. woman? <laughs> yeah. What? Ha- well, what happened was needless to say that relationship didn't last. Oh no. I was, I was, possibly not very honest, so I, I deserve what I got. But, you know, you live and you learn, and yeah. I am openly and honestly living my truth. Good. And happy to be Good. here with such wonderful people like yourself.
2: Oh, thank you. so uh, glad to you, you, too.
0: I have a k- few questions about your shop because I'm very fascinated by the toys that you sell. Okay. What are your top three products? Ooh, top not not sales-wise, but preference-wise.
2: Person- Personal pres- preference? Uh-huh. So my to- oh, my to- um, the Fem Fun Bullet. Which is? Um, it's a bullet by the company called bim Fun. It's waterproof. It's got 20 vibration modes. It's very powerful. It's travel size. It's is that the one hinges. I have?
0: Is uh-huh. P- oh my God. The blue one, right? So yeah, the yeah. vibration on that thing is intense. It really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's exactly like that. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never leave home without it. Yeah. I pack it before anything else. Yeah.
2: So the Fem Fun Bullet. Um, um, the Vesper, which is around my neck. which I is really want
0: one of those. Yeah, well, you need
2: to order one before you leave. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's your second favorite. What's the third? Um, it's probably another bu- a bullet because I'm, um, I think it's the Fifty Shades of Grey bullet. That would be my third. I'm really more an external stimulant.
0: Okay, and got So it's it. another
2: small travel bullet. Yeah, because you yeah. travel
0: a lot. Yeah. And n- even f- not for personal preference, top three toys that maybe you think are fascinating for other people or that you like to watch um, other people use?
2: Fascinating for other people. Um, hmm. Top three toys I think are fascinating for other people. Well, I want to say the femme Fun Bullet, but I'm not going to say that again. Um. Well, the, I am going to say the Vesper. I think this is just a great piece of technology because it looks like jewelry and it's so discreet. So I think the Vesper is um, one. I think um, not the we Vibe. There's there's a G Vibe, and it kind of looks like a forked tongue, and it's got two different motors in each th- in each one. So you can p- and they're flexible silicone. Yeah. And you can you put the two together and you put it in the vagina. You can put one in the vagina and one that tickles, the, that stimulates the clitoris. clitoris. Um, so the Vespa, the G-Vibe. And then for men, I would have to say the Pocket Pulse by Hot Octopus. And what's that? It is the world's first or now second vibrator for men. Ooh. Yeah. So they had the regular Pulse and the Pulse um, Duo, which has a, it doesn't vibrate, it's a um, Oh, my God, pulsating plate. Mm-hmm. And this was based on the same technology they use in IVF treatment when the husband had spinal cord injuries mm-hmm. or and or erectile dysfunction. And they realized that this would help the man get erect so they could then collect sperm or men who had l- erectile dysfunction and couldn't use any medications. And then they were like, this is great. We should make this more commercial. So they did, and it was the world's first vibrator for men. And the pocket pulse is a variation on that because the pulse is more rumbly and the actual pocket pulse is more um, like a vibration and um, they're both medical grade silicone waterproof you can just it simulates the underside of the of the penis um, on the other side of the head of the penis which mm-hmm. is the frenulum and you can put the penis in flaccid and then it'll bring you get you erect and you can find your spot there and then you can bring yourself to orgasm or you could lube it up and stroke with it or turn it upside down and put the vibrations at the base or on the balls so um the pocket pulse is small and easy to grip so i know i have a client that has parkinson's disease mm-hmm. so we can't use any like sialis or anything like that because of the, um because it'll interfere with the his medication of course. but his wife sent me an email after he got it and she was like this is the only thing that can get him erect
0: Wow. Don't and you love to hear those?
2: I love to hear the stories. Yeah, so some of the toys we have, you know, really do serve a purpose other than, other than a happy ending, and yeah. that's one of them. And it's so. still
0: a happy ending. And it's still a happy ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's um it's different kind. We
2: promote sexual health, not just sexual enhancement, but one does kind of beget the other, of so course. I think it all works
0: together. Yeah. So for anybody who wants to get, um, organic love and toys, you can order online off of her website, which I've put in the description box below. Um, but we are going to talk a little bit more about joining forces so that, um, through the spread podcast, you guys can get your stuff delivered straight to your actual door. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, girl. So that's all we've got for now. Do you have any closing thoughts or like a parting shot?
2: Be happy be free have sex guys should be having an orgasm every day because it's really healthy for their prostate and even if that orgasm happens to be just with yourself you should do that and women should be having an orgasm every day because it's very
0: de-stressing and healing for us amen amen (laughs) and with that we're gonna say goodbye Yes, thank you so much for having me. Oh no, thank you so much for taking the time. Like no. I, this is, has been so much fun and you've made me feel better. My day is my day is good. I'm, ah, good. I'm going to have sex now. All
2: right. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna watch now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Goodbye. Bye bye.
1: Yeah, I wanna show you places that I won't. I want to hide I don't want nobody else seeing me naked But i risk it for you, I want you to take it Cause I know now I found something special So I just wanna lay down my body And just expose myself to you Oh baby, so lay down your body Just expose yourself to me too. Because I want your love. Will you give me love? Make my dream a reality.